I know I set you up for a high bar. Yeah, yeah. You got this, Appreciate brother. it. Love Appreciate you. it. Love you. All right, listen. Listen. That's that's all I got, guys. I'm so proud. <laughs> All right, so listen, um, oh gosh, listen, I am so loud, I'm sorry, I'll just whisper, I'm so thankful that you lent your children to the church this weekend, I got blessed exponentially over and over, um, just watching these students absorb uh, something that that the people say is over their heads. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous because these students, life is happening to them just like it's happening to adults. They just need time and help to process. So, but if you fluff it off and expect them not to understand it, not talk to them about it, they end up getting the short stick. So I love you guys. But I'm really here for the students, and every time we speak, I do something for the students, and I want to be consistent, because consistency says more than words ever can. So do you guys have any questions that you want to ask? We do have a time spot, okay? People want to go to Fazoli's. I am one of those people, okay? Been talking about it all weekend, because where I am, it's an Arby's. I don't want to talk about it. So... Do you guys have a question? Have we answered all your questions? Daniel? Um, I have one question. 100%. Can you please show what you want them on the face? I have to do the... All right, listen. Hold on. Hold on. Shh. I have to get in the mood. Hold on, let me, let me sum it. Let me sum it. Okay, listen. I wear shades all the time. This is why. Because no matter what the weather is around me, I always anticipate sunshine. Because the Lord is with me always. Do the floss? I was told that is not how you do the floss. Y'all lie to me. Um... Uh, any other questions? Okay, because we have room for three. That was one. Any adults have any questions? Rando questions. Sure. Sure, yeah, so uh, if, so the question is, if they ask you a question and you don't really know the answer, you yell at them and you say, why'd you ask me that? And you run away and avoid them at all costs. That's not, okay, that's what I try to do, but you want something else? Let me see. Um, yeah, so absolutely. So the words, I don't know, have more power than you think they do. It doesn't mean you're dumb, all right? It just means that you don't know. 
And for you not to know, it also means that they don't know. So you're on the same playing field. But you have something they don't, which is pursuant. You want to pursue that answer, right? So you can go find that answer or talk to somebody, you know, find in the Bible, talk to one of your leaders, uh, and then you can bring them that answer. And then that will prompt them to know that you are source for them. So, but don't ever avoid and like, yeah, I don't know, but, and then make something up on the spot. Pause the conversation, just that point, and keep talking about other things. But pause, go find the answer, and then bring it back to them. Even if it's months later. Like, remember when you asked me this? And they're like, I don't, I don't know. Like, but here's your answer. So that whenever, in like their darkest of times, they have a point of reference of somebody who had an answer for them. All right, I got one more. Um, we, we talked about this in the youth group. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. The community. Oh, my morning routine. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so listen. Um, every morning, I get up and I move my pet armadillo out of the bed and I undo all of the rollers in my beard. Okay. Um, and then I comb it out, and then I uh, put stuff in it, and then I put it on, and, um, oh, this is not real, that's, Lord took away this, he's not going to give me this, okay, um, and then after I whisper, like, the deepest secrets I've been told the week prior, um, and hoping to find some type of truth in it, I just say, to the wind with thee. Yeah, no, so that's what I do every morning, and then I put coconut oil in it, and then I leave for the day. So, that y'all don't, yeah, that's exactly what I said yesterday. So here's the thing, I have no idea what I'm going to say next, I'm just as surprised as everybody else. I started a sentence having no idea where it's going, but usually pretty happy where it landed. So, okay, so that was three, that was three questions? All right, listen, now it's time to do the adult stuff. I know. All right. Listen. Um, I was told that I have a solid hour and a half um, to change your lives. And at some point, I'm going to sketch artist up here. And uh, it's going to sketch me doing something. So I might have to be quiet for like 10 or 15 minutes. So if y'all can just, I don't know, applaud randomly. Oh, no. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Um, no, so I do have a limited amount of time. Um, I am very excited about the change I've seen in you guys. Um, the excitement that I see. <clears throat> and what I like to do is go over a little bit of scripture and then examine it. Okay, I'm not one of those guys who speak, read like 40 chapters and then read the Greek, and then pull from a poem. I'm very simple. I am more good-looking than I am smart, okay? So you add those up as you will and be nice. Um, so I take, um, Monday I took four scriptures and set something on fire. Y'all weren't here for that, so you couldn't say no. Um, Saturday, I think it was equivalent of seven scriptures, and just kind of expanded on that. 
And today, I'm going all out. It's huge. 17 scriptures. 17 scriptures. And you're going to write that on your heart, and it's going to be beautiful and amazing. You'll always remember this. Um, so, who laughed at that? How dare you? That's my little face. That's my little face there. All right, listen. So I have, I did something that I shouldn't have done. I did not bring my Bible. Oh, for shame. For shame. I was like half, I was halfway, because I live in Magnolia. I was halfway on uh, 164, and I was like, <gasps> my Bible. If only I had a device that had my Bible on it. Oh, my gosh, I do. So I'm not texting. Oh, yeah, hold on. So I'm not texting. I'm going to be reading from the phone, which has my biblioteca. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's a library of Bible verses, okay? So, so Okay. And we're going to read from Jonah. Who knows about Jonah? We don't talk about Jonah. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, my bad. That was a hard no, too. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, Jonah was a prophet. Ooh, ooh, I know. Mm. All right. Jonah 1-1. Do we have it? We do. Oh, my gosh. That's a font I could read. Okay. So listen, I'm going to read the scripture. And you know how we read scripture, right? We don't just read it like it's ants on a page. We read it like we're there, right? So I want you to, like, what does it smell like in the tent Jonah's laying in? Dusty. What's outside? Like sheep and camel and some dude that hasn't bathed in 12 weeks. And fish. Fish are everywhere. Huh. You want to smell it, okay? So as I read this, I go on the journey, all right? The Lord gave this message. Oh, by the way, I'm dyslexic, and it's a gift. I don't care what you say. And I have horrible D D ADHD. I can't even say it. ADHD. So either I will mess up words or I'll forget that I'm reading. So just go along with me, okay? The Lord gave this message because, like, when I start stuff... I forget to, like, keep going. I want to over-explain sometimes. You'll, you'll get it. Okay. The Lord gave this message to, and just in case anybody, <laughs> three's too much. I hear it. I hear it. Okay. Jonah, son of Amratai, get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Nineveh. Who, who watched VeggieTales? Nineveh. Okay. They slap people with fishes. What? Okay. There's fish slapping my stop. Okay, so I just love Veggie Tales. All right, uh, not loved. No, no, currently still do love. All right, announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went into the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. Like that's a, I'm, Lord, you stay over there, you stay put, I'm going to go over here. He went down to the port of Joppa, where he Joppa the hut, where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. This is literally how I read in my head. I understand it's Tarshish, but it's Tarshish. Okay. 
He bought a ticket and went on, a, went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. But the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Fearing the lives, the desperate sailors shouted to the gods for help and threw cargo overboard to lighten the ship. But all this time, Jonah was sound asleep, down in the hold. So the captain went down after him. How can you sleep at a time like this? He shouted. Get up and pray to your God. Little case G. No, thank you. He's the big G. Okay. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. Then the crew cast lots to see which of them had offended the gods. Lowercase g, mindful. And caused the terrible storm. When they did this, the lots identified Jonah as the culprit. Why was this awful storm come down on us? They demanded. Who are you? Why is your line of, what is your line of work? What country are you from? What is your nationality? I don't know. They could have sounded like that. They could be droids. I don't know. What was that? Oh, yeah. Jonah answered, I am a Hebrew. I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do the accent. I've been watching The Chosen, and I've been trying to do the accent. It's horrible. I am a Hebrew. No, okay. I would worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the land. The sailors were terrified when they heard this, for all he had already told them, he was running away from the Lord. Oh, why did you do it? They groaned. And since the storm was getting worse all the time, they asked him, what should we do to stop the storm? Throw me into the sea, Jonah said. It will become calm again. I know that, I know that this terrible storm, that's my bad, it's my fault. Instead, the sailors rowed even harder to get to the ship to the land. But the stormy sea was too violent. This story goes on and on. The storm was too violent. Where's, where am I? They couldn't make it. But where am I on this thing? And y'all can't see it. I'm trying to learn how to read. Then they cried out to the Lord. Then they... Yes, cried out to the Lord, Jonah's God. Oh, Lord, they pleaded, don't make us die for this man's sin. And don't hold us responsible for his death. Oh, Lord, you have sent this storm upon him for your own good reasons. That's good. That's good. <laughs> then the sailors picked Jonah up and threw him into the raging sea. And the storm stopped at once. The sailors were awestruck. Like, did you done see what I done said? <laughs> the sailors were awestruck by the Lord's great power, and they offered him to sacrifice and vowed to serve him. Now the Lord had arranged a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. Okay, gosh, there was so much in that. But I feel like reading all that scripture still hasn't like landed so let me like you know always have something right so let me show you what i mean um we all love ashton right yeah. ashton come on bub i need your help dude 
All right, my man, come on up. Um, Ashton, not only is he single, ladies, um, Ashton, he's like red, and I hate Sean. Uh, Ashton um, is going to be Nineveh. So here we go, hey, Nineveh! Stop slapping people with fishes. Come sit right back here. No, stand, stand, stand. You want to be comfortable for this. Um, and you know, so Nineveh's here, and if I'm Jonah, I'm going to Tarshish, so Tarshish is there. So this, this doesn't look like a boat yet. Hold on, I got you. Hold on. We have like cargo. There's cargo, right? They threw cargo over, so here's some cargo. Um, here's some more cargo. Okay, no, there's some calories in here. Okay, good. Because that's what, you know, men need when they're on a fishing trip. A bunch of, like, nutty buddies? Nutter butters? All right. So now I'm on a ship. It has cargo. I'm a person. Nineveh is there. Tarshish is there. And all we know is that Nineveh is suffering Okay, none of us not suffering. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to need you to hold this just like so. Yeah, thanks. So Nineveh is suffering. No, he is not suffering. Okay, here we go. All right. Oh, much better. Much better. This is... It's not even close. That's not what suffering looks like. Have you seen his arms and his abs? Hello. Well, I'm just moving it. Ah, oh, you thirsty? Okay, great. Okay. We're here. Hold my water for me. So suffering. is usually not visual, right? A lot of people suffer, and you have no idea. But for Nineveh, for Ashton, it's going to be visible. I literally said, hey, buddy, I need you to help me out. Is this side heavier than that side? That's weird. I said, Bro, I need you to help me out. It's for Jesus, and you're going to hate it. And he didn't ask me what it was. He was like, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Dummy. Okay. So how's that? Uh, it's awkward. It's, it is awkward. Suffering can be awkward. All right. So I'm going to be nice. I'm going to lay it. Yeah. So we're going to do. There we go. Is that evening out? Uh, good? All right. So there's something I want to tell you is that no stress, no pressure, but Ashton, if you drop that from this level, Nineveh will die. Oh, playing with Ninevite slimes. You see that? Warning flag, ladies. Okay. So is it good? You all right? 
All right, good. So if it lowers itself, oh, sorry, I'll even it out. If he lowers it, okay, man, you're good. All right. Okay. They're engaged. Okay, he's in there. So now let me read you this story again. Keep it up. Okay. But I want you to hear this story differently. I want you to hear it from the boat captain's point of view. Okay? Because everybody was talking about Jonah. You're like, oh, yes, Lord, I'm Jonah. <laughs> I'm just running. I'm just building my testimony. <laughs> right? But guess what? You're not always Jonah. Sometimes you're the boat captain. We'll skip the part where God's like, hey, Jonah, go do this. Because he didn't tell you that. He told the boat captain. Or he told Jonah. Then Jonah's like, hey, I'm going to hitch a ride with you, okay? Boop, 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 boop. Okay. But Jonah got up and went to the opposite direction. Where's he headed? Tarshish. Tarshish. Where's he running from? Nineveh. Nineveh. Okay. He got up. Nope, okay. I'm telling you, this is, this is, this is the worst part. Ugh. He went down to the port of Joppa where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish, which is the exact opposite direction. When you find yourself here, you're heading where you're supposed to go. Boat captain is heading where he's supposed to go, right? He wasn't called to Nineveh. He was called to Tarshish. You, South Point youth, South Point members, are where you're supposed to be. Okay? Your boat's going in the right direction. Unfortunately, you get somebody on your boat that decides to run from God. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot he was back there. Let's skip down again. So storm happens, right? Storm happens. I'm going to put this away. I'm going to be bad. I'm not going to read it. Oh, I can read it from here. Oh, uh, look. Words. Okay. Because <clears throat> I don't want you to focus on me. I want you to focus on Nineveh. Okay. You're the boat captain. Your boat gets thrown all over the place. Okay? You're doing what you're supposed to do, but you have no idea why your world is in a storm right now. You surrender to Christ. Maybe you did it this weekend. Maybe you did it when you were seven. Maybe you did it three weeks ago. Doesn't matter. You've surrendered. And everything in you is saying, I need to follow closer. You all right? Okay. I need to follow closer. You decided to follow Christ. You're pursuing. Your boat's going in the right direction. And the enemy slips in something that's going to rock your world. Now, it's either going to happen, but sometimes it's already happened. I don't want you to focus on there, back there, or over there, I want you to focus on here. The moment you're in 
now. This is your boat. Okay? Nineveh is going to die. So to make their boat lighter, to make your boat lighter, you do everything you can because you have no idea what's going on around you. Why is this storm happening? You're casting lots. You're trying to figure it out. And you think, okay, what I do know, what I know for sure is that I have cargo weighing my boat down. If I want to survive, I have to get rid of this cargo, right? So they're just taking this and they're throwing it overboard. They're just throwing it overboard. Throwing it overboard. They go ahead. We have a third. We have a third. So much cargo. The parents are like, I wish that was real laundry. I wish they'd really be doing it. Do you see how quickly the ocean devoured the supplies? <laughs> what supplies? What you don't realize or what the ocean doesn't realize is that all that cargo was how you were going to survive, was how they're, what they're going to sell when they got to Tarshish. That stuff was supposed to last them for weeks, and what they sell was going to last them for months. Everything they thought that they had, everything that they thought they can have their, put their faith into, their future... They willingly tossed it overboard, all because the wrong person was on their boat. And how quickly the ocean devoured it. <laughs> yeah, those are good. No, you have enough, Skylar. You don't even have enough hands for that. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Nineveh's flexing. Okay. All right. I will go an hour and a half and see how long this takes. Oh, I'm sorry, I, was, I wasn't clear. You have to keep it here. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Don't forget about Nineveh. Because while Jonah's running, Nineveh's suffering. Whenever we're trying to get up, being the ocean, soaking up as much as we can, whenever we're we have somebody in our lives causing this storm. Most of the time, not every time, most of the time, I know this is true for me, I try to look at what can I do? So the first thing they thought was to throw their stuff overboard, right? You all right? Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. The first thing they thought about was throwing stuff overboard. And they're like, well, that didn't work. Storm's still, it's getting worse and worse. And now they're like, hey, they start, they start asking each other, what'd you do? You start saying you're sorry. You start saying you're sorry. You start apologizing. You start turning to all the other things you used to turn to that you knew, music, television, games, um, hobbies. This stuff's going to occupy my time. This stuff's going to distract me from the storm. Maybe if I just work harder here, but unfortunately, 
none of that helps. It used to. It used to help. But those things you've been trying to avoid are just getting louder and louder. The storm's getting heavier and heavier. You all right? Okay, because they're almost dead. They're almost <laughs> You okay? It looks like you're shaking. It looks like it's real. That's real sweat on his forehead. So I know I said you're the captain of this ship. Captain went to Jonah and he said, who are you? What nationality are you? What's your work? What is it that you do? You're looking for the normal, you have the same questions everybody has always have. You have the same questions that you only know how to ask. Because you've lost everything, you're about to lose your lives. Because of how heavy this storm is, you're not even asking the right questions. But these are the only questions you know. So Jonah answers back, this is my God. And it's because I'm the one messing up. I'm the one running from God. And they're like, you noob. I cannot believe you're doing that. They're freaking out. Like, okay. And Jonah even tells them. This is funny because Jonah's a man of God, right? Is he doing what's right? No, he's not doing, but he's still a man of God, okay? Jonah tells them, this is what you should do. Throw me overboard. Could Jonah have jumped overboard? Yes. Did he do that? No, because pride is stupid. Pride is the downfall and is the source of every sin. I deserve to feel better. I deserve to look better. I deserve this thing over here. I deserve that thing over there. Becomes I-centric. I, I, I. So he said, throw me over. But he's the man of God. And they're like, you know what? I heard what you had to say. Forget it. I'm just going to work harder. Nothing you do in this life is going to bring you peace like Christ. Nothing in this world is going to bring you joy like the Lord, no matter how hard you work. Now, I'm not saying you don't work hard. I'm a hardworking man. I got calluses over my hands, over my feet, over my forehead. And that's just because I'm bald. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> hard work isn't the problem. Thinking that hard work gets you there is. Okay? Your ex are huge, but your faith is what will move mountains, okay? You're on a new journey now. Oh, my gosh. Nineveh, are you okay? I can't believe. You all right? Okay. I can't believe he's still doing that. So while Nineveh's suffering, who's going to save Nineveh? Nineveh can't save himself. Could you save yourself? Could you save yourself? What'd you need? What'd you need? Somebody to help you. Who's going to help Nineveh? Jonah's supposed to. Jonah's supposed to, right? So those men had to throw Jonah overboard. Just to get help. The whole time, Nineveh is suffering. Because Jonah... 
doesn't want to go there. Oh. I did not ask them to do that. That was their own free will. Do you know how many times that we watch people suffer and we do nothing? I've told you this entire time that he is suffering. And we just sit there and watch it happen. It's not that there aren't people sent to help Nineveh. Jonah is supposed to be. The whole time he was running, the whole time he was running, Nineveh was suffering. So think about that here. I'm not talking about you just being Jonah or you being a boat captain. You know your world's in turmoil. So in some way, you're no longer the boat captain. You're Nineveh. You needed a savior. You needed to do your part in throwing Jonah over so the storm can calm down, right? But the whole time Jonah's running, Nineveh was suffering. So let me ask you this question and try to talk as loud as possible. <laughs> try to talk as loud as possible. What, what made you get up? Um, I needed help. Like, just so needed help? He looked like he was in pain. Look, yes. Yes, he was. And I told him, this is going to hurt, dude. You're going to hate it. So... Oh, dang. Okay. Actually, let me say this. <clears throat> and we said it before, Jonah didn't want to go there. He was stuck. Are you thumbs-upping me? That, that you. <laughs> You're just like, mmm. Oh, okay. I was like, dang, all right. All right, I'm doing good. All right. I get a little, little thumbs-up. Yeah, thank you. Give me a thumbs-up every once in a while. I didn't. You did. Did I? I said he's suffering. You chose to do nothing. True. All right. Can't argue with that. All right. So, so I'm just saying. You think you're supposed to stay here. You think you're supposed to stay in these seats. This is not the church. How many times have I said this this weekend? That's like a bunch. This isn't the church. What's the church? You're the church. Right? So you get to go help Nineveh. But you have to learn that when these storms come, check the people on your boat. See what's happening. And then surrender whatever it is to the Lord. Okay? <clears throat> There's a lot of what we do that's just kind of tradition. Right? There's a lot of things, a lot of songs, a lot of uh, procedures that we have in the church. That's just tradition. And the difference between tradition and what you're called to do, anything done without love is just tradition. Okay? Anything you do that's just 
Let me mark this. Let me mark this. Let me mark this. Let me show up on Sunday. I'm just checking off a box. Let me um, log into my Bible app so that it shows that this is the 32nd week that I've logged into and not really read it and not really dove in. This is what becomes tradition. But you have a Savior that has a relationship that wants you to see from being a boat captain to Nineveh, he wants to see you turn around to be Juna. Juna? Jonah? Jonah? And actually save and do the things that he's called to do, that you're called to do. So in this entire story, you've been three people. Every time you read a verse, every time you read a story, read it from all different angles. Everything in your life can be found, oh dang, I'll say in that book, but in the book. So lame, I should have brought my Bible. It's in the book. If I were to ask, I'm sorry, I forgot there's a camera. If I were to ask you this weekend, what was the most impactful moment? Would you be able to identify it? And did it have to do with you or did it have to do with all of you? One thing I've heard about this church, and I want all of you to know this. I've asked different people, hey, so what brought you to South Point? And each and every one of them said, I've never been loved like this before. And I will tell you this, your students learned that from you. They're very loving, very open, very caring. Like, they don't realize it, but they are walking gospels. Because you'll never find somebody arguing them, somebody else into heaven. But you'll find somebody loving them to it. That's right. Give yourself a round of applause. All right, so I'm going to pray. Father God, there's one thing that I know for sure is that in this moment here, I don't have to worry about what's going to happen there. I know you're going to take care of me here. I know that you can take care of these students here. I know that in you, there's no such thing as worry. In you, there's no such thing as hopelessness. In you, I know that there is peace and joy, all the fruits of the Spirit. I know that because I reside in you, I have access to all of those things. I know that if I ask, you will answer. Whether it be an answer I like, that's up to you. But I will listen. I pray those around me see that. I pray that those around these students see that. Lord, you say, seek first the kingdom of heaven. I know that if we touch heaven, we can change earth. 
while Jonah was swimming around, while Jonah was swinging around the well for our big fish for three days, it took him three days to do it, Lord. It would have took me 3.7 seconds. I would have repented and been out immediately. It took him three days. I know that you are with them every step of the way. Lord, I pray for the families here that see you, that hear you, that want to do everything they can to carry your name out to the ends of this earth, not just in their community. Lord, I pray for the parents that struggle to represent you in their home. Lord, I pray for those fathers that are unsure to commit today. Lord, I pray for those mothers that are unsure for that they commit today to being the example of who you've designed them to be for their children and the community that surrounds them. I know from this moment that these students are going to be the example. I know from this moment these students are going to carry love and grace, not of perfection, not of pursuant of perfection, but of love and grace. And I pray for every ear that's here, every heart that is here, that they hear one thing. It's not over. We still have work to do. And we have, still have work to do here at South Point. But above, above all else, we still have work to do to learn more of you. In Jesus' name. Amen.